let's talk some cricket because tonight the big game is on between New Zealand and India in uh, Mumbai and it's going to be uh, an absolute classic. 2019, the same stage these two teams met and New Zealand denied the opportunity for India to make the final. Will they do it again now that they are in uh, India, because that's a whole different kettle of fish, playing the Indians in India. And a man who knows a lot about that is Ross Taylor. He joins us now. Morning, Ross. Thanks for your time. Good morning. Mate, uh, I, I guess the first question for you is, I mean, it's, it's semi-final time, so the pressure's on both teams, but how much different is it going to be for our boys playing India in India at, at this time of the tournament versus playing them in England like we did four years ago? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's obviously um, India are heavy favourites. Um, they they were favourites last time, but I think the extra expectation that they'll be on. Um, you know, Mumbai was the ground that they bet uh, Sri Lanka in 2011. Uh, you know, it's a, a famous city, famous ground, um, and I think just even the talk from a lot of the New Zealand players and the public, I think we know we're a chance. We know we have to play well. Um, but any time you play India, you know, it's the first time that we've lost to them in 20 years in this tournament, and I think they'll be nervous facing us. Yeah, they'll be really, really nervous, I think, too, Ross. Thanks for, thanks for joining us this morning on Breakfast. Hey, do you think it's a, a matter that the Kiwis have got nothing to lose and they just go out there and enjoy themselves? Yeah, I think there's an element of that, but then you also have... Uh, a lot of guys that were there in 2019 uh, that they can rely on that experience. Um, a lot of guys have had IPL experience, um, you know, that will put them in and know the conditions well. Um, and you know that, you know, 99% of the crowd are going to be going for the other team. Um, so I think that there is going to be an element of that, uh, that they've got nothing to lose. And I think, you know, any team that's got nothing to lose um, but still has that experience and... Uh, you know, are going to be dangerous. And, and I think, you know, whatever we do, first of all, I think we just need to stay in the fight just as um, as long as possible because I think, you know, if we can just, you know, get a couple of early wickets or, or just negate their fast bowlers, uh, those first 10 overs, I think, um, you know, I think we'll just gather a bit more confidence each time as well. Now, there's a lot... We'll talk as the actual game shortly, Ross, but the, the 12th man gets gets a lot of talk about... And when I say the 12th man, I don't mean the guy running the drinks. I mean the, the people in the stands... The Indians are used to this kind of pressure, aren't they? I mean, how much, how telling do you think it w- will it be? Because there's that fine line between egging you on and actually maybe putting uh, a bit of weight on your shoulders. Yeah, I think that's it's all how much pressure we can put on them. Um, you know, if uh, they're dominating, uh, that's just going to bring the crowd into it even more. Um, but if we can just put them under pressure, um, you know, that that top three. Um, Gill, Rohit Sharma, uh, and Coley. Um, you know, I think it's a middle order that hasn't needed to bat uh, in, in testing times. They've, you know, have come in when they've um, been under not as much pressure uh, and been able to bat. So I think it's up to us to put them under pressure and and try and negate the crowd as much as possible. Ross, you've you've skipped the the black caps, and I guess you probably sat there and thought what you'd do if you win the toss tonight. What do you, what do you do? Do you do you throw them into bat, or do you get in there first? Well, I think the times that I've played in Mumbai, it is unbelievably hot. So uh, I think you need to just try and get out there and, and bat. Um, 
you know, I think every time, apart from Australia and Maxwell, uh, the team that's batted first has won uh, in this tournament today. Um, we did beat India five or six years ago, um, bowling bowling first, but um, yeah, I think traditionally, you know, it's just so hot and humid. Um, I'm sure the fast bowlers would love to just be able to, um, you know, show their skills uh, at night uh, with, with a wicker that's probably got a little bit of dew. Um, and obviously probably 10 degrees uh, cooler as well. Yeah, I mean, bowling at night for, for our pace guys, particularly Trent and Southie, uh, will that, that give it more opportunity to swing as well? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, every time we play a test match and bowl, you know, to, to bowl three or four or five overs is extremely tough. Uh, spinners can do it. Um, and India are used to these conditions a lot more than us. But you know, look at the South Africa match. I mean, a lot of their players are overheating. Um, mm. It is getting cooler uh, at this time of the year. But um, yeah, without seeing the wicket, I would have thought um, you know putting putting in India into the field and um, you know and trying to make um, it's just natural. You are going to get um, a little bit more tired in, in that heat and sapping. And you know, if we can keep them out there as long as possible and um, you know, I think a lot of these innings are taking three and a half, three hours, 45, four hours to go. Um, that can take a lot of energy out of you. Yeah, over that period of time, especially in that heat. What about what about this matchup between Coley and Ravindra, um, both chasing 600 runs for the for the tournament? Uh, he can make a, a, a name for himself here, can't he, Richard? Oh, very much so. I think um, if you would have said at the start of the tournament that Coley was um, not far away from 600 runs, that wouldn't have been a surprise where, um, you know, Ratchin, the way he's gone about it, um, the way he's showed the calmness, I think, about his, the way he scored his runs, um, it just shows you, you know, players taking their opportunity and leading into this tournament, he's probably a month out, was not even in the starting lineup, but he, he came in and played well in the in the warm-up games and has taken the World Cup by storm, but... Um, no, I think um, you know that youthfulness, exuberance, and and probably lack of experiences will play into his favour. I think he probably doesn't know the magnitude of the game and can go out there and play his what's been successful for him today. Um, you know, it's it's a great story in itself, and and the way he's played. Um, you know, not only for this tournament, I think he's going to be a key cog in the wheel for this New Zealand team going forward over the next uh, decade or so. Yeah, I think so. We had Mark Borthwick on yesterday, actually, mate, uh, who coached him at uh, at, at Hutt uh, High and, and then through uh, the Wellington system as well. Um, what are your thoughts on where he's best suited to play? Obviously, there's three different formats of the game, but uh, you know, where do you think he fits best in a batting lineup? Great question. Uh, I mean, you know, batting at that opener spot in one-day cricket, uh, he's not. I think a lot of it depends on where Kane ends up going. Obviously, Kane's not getting any younger and. Um, he's probably an automatic replacement for Kane in time. Um, 2020, um, once again, you've got to bat up the top is the most, but then you've got a settled lineup and and Finn Allen and, and Conway. So I think he's earned the right to fit his way into the team somehow. Um, where that is, um, you know, it's, it's whether they they stick with the status quo or or um, move move um, move Allen out somewhere else and. You know, it's not only his batting, I think, his all-round ability in the field and, and his bowling makes him an asset also. You talk about all-round ability. There's a, a bit of all-round ability about this New Zealand team, isn't there? I mean, I was looking at it the other day. I think that seven of the 11 can bowl, uh, and I think it's, it's at times have. Um, 
do you, how I asked this question at the beginning of the show uh, to to Kempi and, and and to our listeners, what percentage chance do you give the Black Caps of beating India and Mumbai tonight? Um, <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. Um, can I answer it after the first ten? Minutes? Sure, um, <laughs> just text me. <laughs> um, oh, I think you know they haven't lost a game, and I think that's also going to play in your mind. You know, is is that bad game going to be a semi-final? Um, but oh, I think you know it's a it's a sixty-five, seventy percent India are favourites. I think, but I think. You know, I think in the past, New Zealand teams have made the semi-final. There's, I think we hope, but I think there's a genuine belief in that group that they can win. Um, and it's not hope that they can go out there and, and show their skills and um, and stick it to them. Um, you know, we're going to have to play close to perfect game. But uh, as we've seen, uh, a two-horse race uh, were, were definitely a, a big chance. It's funny the way the New Zealand team has developed, isn't it? I mean, I was just thinking about that last pool game, Ross. Uh, I remember looking at the teams and going, in what world would you have thought there was going to be a World Cup game in the subcontinent and Pakistan going with four seamers and we going with four spinners? Oh, I mean, it, it just it, it shows you, I think. Um, it's also, it's a subcontinent World Cup that's got only one subcontinent team in the semi-final. Um, that doesn't often happen. Um, I think it shows you where Pakistan and Sri Lanka cricket. Um, Afghanistan is probably the second best, um, you know, subcontinent team in the world at the moment in this format, which is good. Um, but I think for this game of cricket, we need Sri Lanka and um, Pakistan to be strong. But also, I just feel like they're going through a bit of a, a rebuilding phase for probably a little bit longer than that, that they would want. But um, no, I mean it's a, it's been a, it's been a good World Cup. It's not often a World Cup that you can. You get to play everybody, um, but yeah, I guess we'll see uh, this time when everyone wakes up tomorrow. There might be a few few tired Kiwis if we uh, if we stay stay in the game for for a long time. Yeah, get up the black cap. So, what does Mumbai um, favour, Ross? The the seamers or the or the spinners? I think um, it's they use red clay over there, and red clay is probably the bounciest clay. But there's a there's a point where it gets too dry; it actually spins. Uh, a lot. Uh, that's where Ajaz Patel got his 10 wickets in the first innings uh, of a test match. Um, the first time ever that that's happened in the first innings. Um, so, you know, it is an ICC World Cup, but, um, you know, the, the Indian wickets have probably spun more so than the other games. So, um, you know, a lot of the reports are saying that it, it will be slow and, and low and, and probably suits them um, because they're fast bowlers, you know, regardless of what the wicket is, they, they get a little bit of kiss off the off the wicket and um, and obviously they've got so many so many spinning options um, in their part timers as well that uh, you know, if they do, if you do go after a um, a Yadav or or a Jadasia that um, they've got some pretty handy part timers as well. Would you be tempted then, uh, off what you've just said there, to, to include Cole Jamison in the eleven for this game? I know he hasn't played at the World Cup. He came as an injury replacement for Matt Henry, but at six eight, he gives you a different angle. The ball comes up off the pitch a bit differently. Yeah, and, and I guess he. I think where we've seen so far that there's been a lot of injuries. Um, how how fit is he? Um, and is it going to be a risk? I suppose it's who you leave out. Um, and that you'd probably have to leave out a Mark Chapman. Uh, and then setting her up to seven, um, but I think what, you know what this team has done for 
for a long time has, has been loyal to its it's starting eleven, and I, I don't see them making a change, um, you know, for such a such an important game. But um, you know, Southie, um Matt Henry's been a, had such a fantastic game against the Indians in 2019. Uh, I think he will be a bit of a loss, but uh, you know, how Southie bowls up front, um, you know, if it does swing, uh, then we've got two two pretty good exponents uh, in Bolton South. Now, uh, just before we let you go, mate, uh, there was a, a comment made by Mitchell Stark, which I found really interesting, uh, just the other day. He's suggesting that 50-over uh, cricket needs to just go back to having one ball per innings because it's too heavily weighted in favour of the batsman now, and it's it's you know he's not been able to get the ball to swing a, uh, as much. Uh, do you think he's got a point, or is this just a bloke who's been going, averaging over 40 and only taking six wickets for the tournament? <laughs> um I was in India what, a couple of weeks ago, and I was on commentary with with Ravi and Dooley. Um, I think you still need the two new balls, but I think <clears throat> I think for the last ten overs or fifteen overs, there should only be one ball. I think the ball's still too new. Um, the art of reverse swing has gone out uh, of the game mm. of cricket, um, and when you have two new balls, um, especially if the wicket's not that abrasive, you pretty much the batters are smacking a brand new ball um, into the stands at will. Where it definitely, I definitely agree that it's gone too far in favour of um, you know the batters. Um, you know, scores of 380, 400, probably not conducive to great viewing. I mean, why would you be a bowler? Um, but no, I think there definitely needs to be some rule change to to bring the bowlers back into it in some capacity. Yeah, good call, good call, Ross. Hey, um, just just before you let you go there, mate. You, I know you're an avid uh, Gallops man, and you follow the follow the GGs. Uh, we had uh, Cup Day yesterday, the Harness Boys, but you've got a couple of race days. One today down in Rickerton, and, and again on Saturday, mate. You got anything for us? What do you, what do you like? Have you been looking at the form? Oh, jeepers! Um, I normally just go with what um, Butch Castle tells me, and he's no good. Um, he, he's you been broke then. Some shockers recently. <laughs> um, so I don't 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 listen to don't listen to me. Um, but no, there's some good there's some good ones in, in December uh, here at Waikato uh, Tarapa coming up. So um, give us a text and I'll tell you I'll tell you then. All right, sounds good, good Roscoe. Thanks very much for your time this morning, brother. Go well and uh, good luck on the punt this weekend. They eh? try and avoid Butch. Yeah, I will. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Thanks very much. Ross Taylor there with us, uh, talking cricket and that cricket semi-final between the Black Caps and India. That is coming up tonight. There is live coverage right here on SENZ. Uh, the game starts at 9.30, I believe. Uh, commentary coverage starts around 9 o'clock, so you can tune in and check out all the latest action. According to the TAB, well, there's been obviously a little bit of money on India because they've gone down again into $1.30. New Zealand gone out. I think they were 3.20 yesterday. They're now out at 